Hey guys, it's Diane Gibbs, your host of Design Recharge. I don't know if I said that on the when I introduced Kyle, because this is coming before, but it's like I've been in the future. Anyway, I know this is crazy a little, but I'm a little crazy today. It's been a little crazy. And if you noticed, if you were listening on the recording last week or you watched it, I was in a different place. I was at my house and it was really early, so I was trying to be really quiet because my husband was asleep. So anyway, uh, one of my friends, was uh, Alicia, was like, oh, was something wrong? Because I was like, wow, Diane seems really depressed or something. Anyway, I wasn't depressed. I was just trying to be really conscientious of, we have a small house. So I was trying to, you know, be my normal loud. So, so anyway. I want to tell you about who is sponsoring this. This show is sponsored by the patrons. My patrons are the best. Our patrons, the ones who allow us to be able to, us, me and the mouse in my pocket. No, I'm just kidding. I got two people who help me do this. Um, Thanks to Ashley Barkley, who is my right-hand man, would not be able to do it without her. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And to Sarah Barnes, who is my intern, and she's doing awesome. She's doing all the graphics. I'm doing the graphics for the Instagram stories. Did you know I'm on Instagram? Uh, I think you probably did, maybe, at Design Recharge. Anyway, I know it's not what we're supposed to be talking about. We're supposed to be talking about who this is by, sponsored by the patrons. The patrons are getting two videos this week. One, my friend Andrew Burnett talks about how he talks to clients. He's talking about it with my students, so you kind of get an idea. And he's not a designer, so he does, but he does a whole bunch of other stuff that, um, he's kind of the glue that holds everything together, gets everything um, coming in. I don't know what he would be. A brand consultant, I think is what he calls himself. But he's Scottish and you'll love to listen to him. And then um, you're also getting, you've already gotten, if you're a um, patron, how Brian Harper took apart and helped me with things, low hanging fruit, things I need to do to do SEO wise for my website, not recharging you, but I used what I learned in this web audit to when I recreated my website. And I really thought about some of the things that he told me not to do and I changed. Anyway, it feels like I'm just rambling. I just wanna let you know, you can be a patron too. You can get a whole bunch of extra content and we do meetups and we do projects. You can be a patron too, even for a dollar. One dollar, five dollars, nineteen dollars. And then there's a really, like I come to your house. No, I'm just kidding, I don't really come to your house. (laughs) That would be really, really expensive because I live in Mobile and we have like an airport that has three, well, maybe it has five places you can park a plane. It's really small. Anyway, you can be a patron too at patreon.com slash Diane Gibbs. All right, on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Design Recharge. I'm pretty sure this is episode 315. And if not, I guess I can edit that out. But I'm pretty sure you'll be able to find the show notes because there will are there are some resources that you want to get. And that's at it's at rechargingyou.com slash three fifteen. Not three 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 fifteen, just three one five. But we're gonna dive in because we got a lot to cover. And one of the things, the the name of the show is small improvements can make a difference. And I think that that's where, you know, you look at Kyle and you think, oh my gosh, he's got it all together. He's got this huge side project. He's going at um, working with um, solopreneurs and uh, small businesses and really killing it. But it doesn't always start there. And it's incremental changes over time, right? 
right? Right, 100%. Yeah. So, so last time you were on, we're going to start with the SEO. Next week, just so you guys know, it's a really deep dive, deeper dive for us into SEO. We're just touching the top of the water this week because I know you want to learn about it. And Kyle had some great tips. He shared some last time, but he's going to go into a little bit more this time and some tools that he uses that maybe will get us um, in. So last time you were on, you were touched on um, SEO. Oh, well, do you want to say, did I say anything? I just was skipping over your background. Are you okay with skipping over? You can go to the other episode. It'll be in the show notes. There we go. There we go. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I don't know what number it was. We have I can a lot find to it. cover today. And it's not just SEO, huh? Some branding <laughs> no. too and some We're, other exciting and things. And side projects and all these things and why you work with who you work with. And I think, so that's why. And I, I want to know about how these small changes have made a difference in all these different aspects. So so you're going to share a couple more SEO tips and hopefully people can take advantage of some of this low hanging fruit that they could implement on their website or on their client's websites. All right. Give it to us. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I know SEO and creatives don't match up sometimes. Why? Like kind of, I, I think there's just, uh, there's two different sides of the spectrum. Sometimes there's kind of this branding and, uh, you know, design side of the spectrum and then there's marketing and you're either in one camp or the other a lot of times. And so SEO is very much marketing, digital marketing. And so, um, I, I do think there's from the creative community, um, there's a certain perception there like, Oh, I don't want to hear about all that. And, um, you know, but it's it's really valuable and something that uh, I can say has uh, helped my business grow to a point where I can work full time freelance out of my home. Um, so that was my dream, you know, going into all this. And uh, SEO was a huge, uh, the the main factor, really, I would say, into reaching that goal. So I, I'm just kind of hopping on here with you, t talking shop a little bit. I don't want to use too much jargon, of course, when it comes to SEO, because there's, there's a lot here. I don't want to, I want to put it in like really practical, actionable terms uh, for everybody. So um, pretty much SEO is, is search engine optimization. Um, this is assuming that you have a website too. I mean, there's SEO on Etsy, there's SEO on Dribbble and tags and things like that, that kind of have this, this feel of SEO. But when I'm talking SEO in these terms, it'll be in relation to a, uh, your personal website if you have one. And if you don't have one, I recommend it. It's a cheap, easy way to market yourself and, and get yourself out there and not just rely on Instagram or Dribble, for instance. Um, but uh, I'm gonna really focus in on local SEO. And what I, what I mean by that is if someone were to search um, graphic designer, Chicago, for instance, that's what I would call local SEO because it's local to your city. Um, so uh, we'll we'll dive into this a little bit further, and you know how to you know see how if, would, if, how would that uh, help? Why is that different than just graphic designer? Yeah, um, so graphic designer, um, obviously, that's going to be pretty much impossible to rank for because. That's not as pared down of a niched in of a keyword phrase. Uh, so graphic designer, you're, you're competing with all the big boys and it's going to be a losing battle pretty much to try to rank for that. But as you get what we call long tail, mm -hmm. uh, longer tail is pretty much 
you know, the, the longer that keyword phrase gets, uh, the less competition there tends to be, right? It makes sense. Um, pretty straightforward. So um, if you can rank for your city, like Chicago, for instance, is a big one. You're competing with a, a lot of big boys, but uh, I always say to look up on Wikipedia and look for that sweet spot of between 500 or 50,000 uh, population and maybe 400,000. Somewhere between there is kind of a sweet spot and um, you'll be able to rank, uh, you know, a lot easier uh, if you pursue it and stick at it. Yeah, go ahead. I have my hand up. Y'all can't see it, <laughs> but I have my hand up. So, I, so I want to. So, what if I lived in Chicago? So, I don't know any Chicago. Let's say San Francisco or yeah. LA, right? So, right. you might have um, in San Francisco. There's Cupertino, or there's all these little little town, little smaller areas that are still considered um, part of yeah. San Francisco, right? So, you want to target maybe those. Right. And those would have a better search results, right? Right, right, exactly. So, uh, and a way around this is you can say, hey, serving Chicago and the surrounding areas, including this city and this city and this city. You obviously want to be really honest about all this, right? And not just keyword stuff. And, you know, that's not going to work out well for you anyway. But um, yeah, it, it wouldn't be worth it to go for Chicago, right? But if you're a suburb of Chicago or near it, you can, you can, under those keywords and then it's niched in a little bit further you don't have as much competition and then uh, people will find you on that first page of google a lot a lot easier well i um, want to say one other thing brian white he's here too and yeah. maybe i'm uh sharing a secret hopefully not brian plug your ears i guess but i know brian's done this by using because sometimes i'll do some work for brian i love to work for brian so hopefully he's <laughs> not going to kill me after this but he'll do local man. seo from other he's in kansas but he he's gotten business from la area yeah. and he's um you know i think that sometimes it's about maybe targeting some of those other smaller areas because they're searching for where they are and i think that um it may be a better option for them because it's not like a la firm because that's a much mm -hmm. more expensive so it's right. been really a good um I mean, it's, it's different if you want to be able to meet with them in person, right? But you meet a lot of your people through Zoom too, or through, you're not always meeting in person with all your people, are you? No, no, not necessarily. Uh -uh. Okay, yeah. keep going. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. So, um, yeah, I, I think uh, number one, uh, setting up a Google My Business account, again, this is assuming you have a personal website, uh, is the first step. This is like of low-hanging fruit we're talking here so you set up that google my business account um you know post flush it out with you know graphics or pictures or images that represent you and your business uh, or your craft in some way uh, make sure there's some keywords on there like graphic design if you're a graphic designer that should be on there brand designer whatever it may be and make sure that's all filled out well and and so you'll essentially, you'll sign up, they'll send you a postcard, believe it or not. Uh, and this might have changed over time, uh, but last time I checked, this was the case where they'll send you a postcard with a promo, with a code, and then you'll enter that code and you'll follow instructions and pretty much you'll be set up with that Google business listing. So that's one way to get found in the kind of Google Maps type of search, not mm. the regular organic Google search that you see there. Um, Amy says they still Amy, do that. Amy does it. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Good, good, good. 
Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for that. Um, so yeah, I, I would say number two is focusing on not just local keywords, but buyer intent keywords. And I'll explain what that means. Uh, but it can be called commercial intent, buyer intent. Uh, pretty much it's exactly what it, what it says is it's, they're ready to buy or they're ready, ready to go with your service or your product, whatever it may be. And there's, there's more intent there to pull the trigger on, let's say, a design, a design firm or agency or freelancer to help them with their, whatever they're needing. What would those so, words be? Yeah, yeah. So let's start with services-based because I, I know most of us are services-based. Um, one of them could be need, for instance. So need uh -huh. logo designer Chicago, uh, best logo designer Chicago. Um, let's, let's do a little example, for instance. What do you think is more qualified of a client too? If someone searches brand design studio Chicago or logo designer Chicago, they don't know the word brand <laughs> until they meet with us usually. Right. So I would say logo designer. Well, so logo designer. So someone that knows that it's a brand or brand identity, that might be someone that might be a little bit more qualified actually, because they have, Oh, more, the client more knowledge. Yes, yes. The client would be more qualified because they've done their research or they've exactly. met with somebody. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Exactly. I'm with you. So that's you know, it's like the intent that's behind it. You have to you have to kind of go for as well. So that's that's an important part of all this. Um, you don't want to just go for keywords just to you know try them out. And there's some tools that I can um, you know tell you guys about later that are completely free to use and uh, really helpful. It's helped me out a lot along the way. Um, Even that then, tip is really good. Like about thinking about, oh, well, they've already been searching. They understand where, because they've read other people's websites, they've seen brand, 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 and yeah. now they know what to search for. It's not exactly. like my uncle searching for the first time. I need me a logo. <laughs> you got, it. You right? got it. Yeah. hundred okay. percent. Yeah. And then products based. Uh, some of us might have products that we sell, um, things like that. I know this is a little bit uh, less of a commonality between maybe this audience, but uh, buy coupon discount deal, shipping things like that um, could be. Uh, you know, these are these are product based keywords that people are you know kind of ready to go semi kind of have their wallets out and and they're ready to to make a purchase. Um, that's right, because I'm hitting coupon code or I'm hitting something like that so that I can get a cheaper because I'm ready to buy. Right? Oh, so yeah, Mario says, yeah, right. where do we put these yeah, words? Right. Yes, yes. So this can be um, this can be part of your homepage, which is a huge, you know, one of the obviously one of the biggest pages where um, where your site is ranking for. Uh, but it could be like, say you start a content marketing plan with, you know, you're blogging essentially on your site and you're just delivering a lot of value. Uh, you can center certain keywords or, or a certain topic around keywords and then uh, you can cater it to that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's so hard because I, I don't want to get too deep into this. There's a lot to that. And Mario, if you wanted to shoot me an email after this, I'd be happy to answer any more specific questions. But um, So, but this could be inside the, the website copy 
it could be like you could say, do you need, um, or, or it could be within the keywords on an image or on some other things within, even in your SEO of that page, you can make sure in that snippet, it says some of those things, right? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is getting into more of the nitty gritty, but you can, you can uh, set your, what's called an alt tag uh, for images, for instance, and say, you want to make sure that image is, image is representative of what, whatever you place in that alt tag. But because um, it's know, really for um, people who are blind that are reading your site. Yeah, but Google, it helps Google too. Um, yes. And, you know, you can be found in those image searches and it does help. Uh, it's part of one of those 200 plus ranking, uh, ranking factors in the algorithm. So, yeah, that is, that's kind of the overview without getting into too much of the nitty gritty. But, um, yeah, I think, a little pro tip, I guess, uh, what I would tell people is to go for two or three keywords and not try to go for everything necessarily. For the whole uh, site or for uh, per so page? For a particular page, yeah, yeah. Okay. One page. So, so can, it's kind of like an every, you go with everything and you get nothing type of thing. Okay, so I want to uh, just... Uh, just a little bit so that people, and I'm in, I w I'm going to share my WordPress um, just to kind of give you and I give you guys an idea and then I'll dig in and show you what I've done. Now, maybe I've done this wrong and Kyle, you can tell me because it's not going to hurt my feelings. I want to be better. And so I just figured you guys could see this maybe and it'll help you. Um, so I'm going to share this one. Hopefully you guys can see this. So this is Kyle's. Um, these were some of the categories that I chose. And then these were some of the things that I that I did. I'm going to go ahead and go in it. I don't think there's anything scary back here. <laughs> um, I sure hope not. Well, it's just taking forever. But I would just want to show them where the alt tags were, just in case they didn't know. And then about the snippet. Now, Yoast is a plugin that you use. It's um, it's free, right? Mm -hmm. Right, right. Okay, so here's the the back end. Um, I probably don't do permalinks, but I want people to be able to go straight to the rechargingyou.com slash 315. And yeah. I know it says dash two, but you don't need the dash two. It still gets there. Um, so the, oh, I'm just going to scroll down. So here, I haven't done it. I'm so sorry. See, readability, terrible. Some <laughs> of it's okay. But it's wanting, this is what comes up when you, if you went straight to my page, this is the first thing you went to, right? When you came mm -hmm. on to recharging you, it's the first time you'd ever been here. This was your entry page. It would be better if there was text that told about what this show is about, right? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can edit the snippet. The, this is the top part, right? Um, mm -hmm. This is a separator. So that's the if title. I, right. right. If, I, if I don't want that, I can just, I could type in something else right. so it's more consistent um and then you can modify this text this blue this black text right here right yes yeah okay so i'm just gonna grab something from up here because it's not really i'm just gonna copy this although this is probably not a good way to do it <laughs> because i would i would literally do it but it gives you a bar and it says like green orange and it wants you to kind of um cut it cut through it but you want like this week on design recharge but would not be um important that he's my friend is not important so kyle courtright that's getting better right mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay 
is there anything else they could kind of learn or in this? Mm. If we were only talking about SEO, it would be really important to put SEO in this, but we're talking about these little bitty tweaks and we'll know this later, right? right? After the show's (laughs) ended. So is there anything else you could show, tell them from just this part? You know, for, for this particular post, you know, you want to get an overview and have a, just like design, you know, you want to have a strategy behind it. So you got to think, okay, for someone, you got to put yourself in their shoes, right? And say, okay, someone that is looking for uh, a post like this, uh, it might have, you know, they might do an exact search for my name, for instance, and then design recharge. So that might be actually something that I, you know, my name would probably, <laughs> I'm not telling you how to do this. No, let's <laughs> you do don't, it. You don't have to do this, but like my name would probably be, uh, one of the things that you would want to put in there because if someone's searching for this podcast, they would probably put in my name and then design recharge or my name Diane with Diane Gibbs or something like that. Um, or, or, or that, that's what I was going to say too. Like you could say, you know, branding and then uh, if someone's searching branding um, design recharge show, um, so you would put design recharge. Oops. I'm a terrible speller in all of these. Cause I feel like that's like, no, no, okay. definitely not. Definitely not. So I would go the more of the branding route, uh, possibly since we talk about SEO, maybe say talk branding and SEO or try to focus in on one of those and then, and then kind of go from there. Um, would you do something like that? Yeah. And, and this is really, this is just the focus keyword. So this doesn't do anything yeah. necessarily for your SEO. Um, it just helps Yoast determine if you're like, you've got the readability and all those little tips um, at the top there with the little uh, sad face up there. It's <laughs> that's kind of like showing based on that keyword phrase, how you're doing in comparison. So uh, like in the meta description down here at the bottom, for instance, it's, that orange bar it's right now it would be shortened for length so you don't want to it's it's called being truncated pretty much so you want to stay so it's not there's a certain amount of characters you have for a google search right so you don't want to get past that and have things truncated or it'll take away from the experience when someone's trying to you know look and click in on on whichever google search result that they're they're wanting to to go with so um, yeah, it kind of looks bad if it's being truncated, then they can't read the whole thing. Right. But you want it to go green. Yeah. Right? There's a, there's a sweet spot there, right? You want to, you want to go close, but not, not too far past there. So I don't know if yours turns green sometimes. Mine does, but I, I would have to work on it. So I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. do that right now. So, cause we got a okay. lot of other things to cover. And this getting... is very WordPress specific too. So right. yeah. Um, but I'm sure there's something like this in Squarespace or wherever you're doing. I think alt tags are somewhere always, right? That's not, um, the only other thing I wanted to show them was media. I'm sorry. Yeah, if you do have a Squarespace site, um, there's a spot for SEO there where you can enter the title and then the description in there. So uh, Google will eventually crawl and index that and then post. And it usually takes, it can take a little while sometimes. So if it doesn't post right away, don't don't get uh, too down on yourself. It could take up to a week to, you know, a few weeks sometimes, depending on how credible your site is in Google's eyes. Does it matter what the title of my images are? Um, that's not really the biggest thing. Uh, the biggest thing here is the alt text at the top there. 
Um, so that will, it's the same thing as the description. Yeah. So the description is good. Caption is obviously if you like hover over it, it just shows mm -hmm. if you hover and just leave your mouse there, it'll show what that is. Um, yeah, but the, the alt text is really the big one there that you're trying to help Google realize, okay, you know, if someone lands on this image search, then they can click into it and it'll come to my site. All right. So do you think that that's okay? Would you have yeah, comments? I, mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily for the title, I would just put, you know, Kyle Courtright branding or something like that. Uh, okay. uh, and then alt text, I would, I would do something like the same thing. Um, if it's that alt text is too long, it's seen as maybe a little bit spammy by Google and you can actually, it can go the opposite way and it can uh, hurt your hurt. site okay. uh, because they're trying to, when it comes down to it, Google is trying to protect the integrity of search. Right. And so if you're thinking kind of in those terms, uh, I think that that really does help um, to think, okay, if I were Google, what would, what would make it you know, easier to help me be found in the search results? But it so. also helps us. Then it's not we have to do so much for everything. Because this, for me, is a lot every week. I have to come up yeah. with this. And unless you're supplying this, it's work for me. You know? Right. So right. if I just have to think about three words, that maybe is more doable. I'm going to go sure. ahead and stop the share. Hopefully okay. that helped, maybe. It's native to Webflow, Amy says. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't right. dabbled in web Webflow too much, so that's that's great. Yeah. Okay, all right. So we're hopefully that that's good. Can you give us some of your resources? You talked about some things, um, some other sites people could go to to learn more or um, find out more about getting the most out of um, how we could use our site better to get more clients. Yeah, of course. So uh, I got a couple as far as of like the learning process of learning about SEO. Everything that you need to learn about SEO is on neilpatel.com. Uh, so N-E-I-L uh, Patel, just how it sounds.com. And then backlinko.com is another one. Backlink C-O? Uh, sorry, backlink. So uh, back and then the word link and then, the, and then O. Oh. Com. oh, I gotcha. Yeah, and so that's Neil Patel and then Brian Dean, a guy named Brian Dean is, is, is running Backlinko. And yeah, those, pretty much everything that you know, it's in uh, written content, it's in video content, whoever you wanna consume it is, is there for you. And everything that you need is there. So I don't wanna give too much more than that because that's all you need. So uh, as far as the three, the three SEO tools I mentioned, uh, one is called Uber Suggest. Uh, so U-B-E-R, suggest, I think it's .com, should be. Uh, and that's a, I think Neil Patel just acquired that company. And it's pretty much a free tool where you can do your keyword research, see how many competitors are ranking for this keyword, how many, based on your site specifically, how many of these keywords you could, has potential for you to do well in, and, and all these great things. Uh, another one is called Keywords Everywhere. Um, I have a question that, real quick. Yeah, you yeah. You may or may not know this. I'm going to, my sheet's going to have to go to the back. I've already got so many. <laughs> KeywordsEverywhere.com? Uh, so Keywords Everywhere is actually an extension for Chrome. Oh, extension. Um, and so that, that is actually super helpful. Um, yeah, there's a lot to it, but pretty much it shows the, 
competitive competitors, what you can rank for, kind of the same as Uber suggests, but right there within the, the window if you're searching on Google. So that's just more so convenience there. My question is um, with like Uber or the keywords, am I using the same keyword on almost every, this key, keyword, few keywords on every page? Obviously not on my blog post because those are different. But on on my pages, those should be like the main keywords that I'm using on all my alt images or something. If it, if I'm talking about if I'm doing logos or I'm doing illustrations, mm -hmm. would you use those same ones on every image? Um, no. So that's one thing you don't necessarily want to do uh, because um, it'll put less weight on the one page that you're really wanting to rank for. So you kind of want to choose one. Mm that that you're wanting to go for for a particular keyword phrase otherwise you're otherwise you're kind of competing against yourself actually right. and then yeah then you won't get ranked at all so yeah you want to be specific with it and niche down uh, if you can um you know like we said before a graphic designer you're just never going to rank for that right um and if you do then then props but <laughs> it's, it's just a tough one you know for some of these some of these uh, shorter tail keywords uh, so go for uh there is riches in the niches right uh, and that that's that's true for for keyword phrases like this so um yeah that's that's kind of what i would say there great those great are question. those are great um resources all right so now we're jumping into so if I wanted to get better at SEO, would you do a long dive? Would you do a little bit every day? How did you get better? Because again, this, I wouldn't think that you just jump out of the womb and you're like, huh, I know how to do SEO. Or you <laughs> go to Neil Patel's site and you get everything in a day, right? So yeah. how have you gotten better over time? Well, first of all, I, I, you know, I love branding. I love design, but I love the relationship of branding with marketing. Um, a lot of times for a company to grow to its fullest potential, you can't have one without the other. They, they have to coincide. I always tell my clients, like if I'm designing a website for them, it's great to have this website, right? And, but if we're not driving traffic, if we're not converting that traffic into paying customers, then it's a website that's just sitting there. Uh, obviously, you can do things manually, like referring people to the site and things like that. But from a mar digital marketing perspective, then you know, the marketing side of things is, is huge there. Um, so that's, that's really, that's really part of it there that, uh, um, but going back to what you're saying, I, I'm passionate about it. So that, that helps. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd say just chip away at it, you know, um, like how much time would you, did you give it in the beginning? I mean, obviously it was an interest to you and it sparked curiosity, yeah. But if you were really, if you said, if, if Dave Co was like, Kyle, I got to get better. What do I need to do? How much time would you invest in the first month um, trying to play with things and work with things or learn? Oh, man. You know, I would just be head down and, and getting in there as much as you can. Like what, whatever works for, like it, it's a customized thing, right? Whatever works for your schedule. Mm -hmm. It's, it's how much. How much you put in is, is really how much you get out of it, right? And um, But you've seen it as a know. huge benefit for you and your business. Yes. So it was 100%. worth it was worth taking time away to focus right. on this. Right, right. And I would say if we're talking in like real numbers here, like 
30 minutes a day, right? Um, it doesn't have to be a lot, 30 minutes a day for, uh, for a few weeks. And it's amazing how much that you can learn, uh, you know, just in that amount of time. So make those, you know, I'm all about like realistic goals and goal setting, uh, but you want to kind of go outside of what you think you can do too. So whatever you think you can do, go outside of that with that goal and just go all in and have the end in mind, right? That's, that's a huge thing for us. Like, okay, you know, this will all be worth it in the end. That's what helps me at least to be able so to. Yeah. So it's about measuring, being able to measure that. So I know Mario yeah. has gone full time um, doing design. He's in Hawaii. And so he, this could be something that maybe as he's really focusing on this and he's putting more time, this might be better for him to focus some of doing this as he's building out his portfolio or as he's doing a social media, mm-hmm. it would be better maybe for him to spend a little bit of time to try to get some traction um, as he's gone full time. Right. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. And yeah, as far as, you know, Fred, Fred saying, do you still dedicate time to learning? And, Definitely. The, the moment that I stop learning is the moment that I'm too big for my britches. Right? <laughs> you know, um, it changes all the time, right? It does. Yeah. Yeah. And your interests change and you want the learning to kind of roll with that a little bit. You don't want to, you don't want it to feel forced, uh, even though some of it's like, okay, this is important, even though it's not my passion, let's, let's uh, try to dive in and, and get this done. But yeah, to answer your question, Fred, I mean, just that ongoing learning process is, is so huge. And uh, I'm still I've got plenty to learn, of course. And, um, you know, it's, it's just an amazing thing that you can just like, up your craft and up your level just by, uh, by learning from others, getting inspiration from others and, and really keeping this collaborative mindset uh, and not getting too prideful uh, for our own good right <laughs> right right okay so um let's talk about branding because branding is the same way you start out one place just like with seo you have to learn and it does change because it's uh something that is constantly evolving our our industry doesn't just stay the same so how did you get better at branding and who were your biggest, or who is your biggest mentor? Mm-hmm. Okay, first question. Um, there's a few parts to this. Number one is practice. That's the obvious answer, right? Um, number two, I would say, is self-awareness. Uh, mm-hmm. Something I've noticed about the, the best designers out there uh, is that they know their weaknesses and are eager, eager to learn uh, learn more uh, to turn those weaknesses into strengths. Um, So there's a level of self-awareness there, I think with some of the best designers because they realize, okay, I can, you know, I can learn more. There's a humble factor to it, I think. Um, So that's another one, a continued learning, uh, like we were talking about before, reading books, blogs, listening to podcasts. Uh, Like I said, none of us have all the answers and uh, there's a lot of, a lot more, a lot smarter people out there than I am (laughs) and there always will be. So, um, and then the other one, I kind of alluded to this, but like draw inspiration from other creatives, like you respect Um, and then glance at it and then, you know, add your own distinctive flair uh, because you're the only one that can offer 
design or your services the way that you do. Um, so yeah, that's why I say always glance when it comes to inspiration, glance at it. There's nothing wrong with that. And then develop your own distinction, your own style uh, from there. What I um, tell my students yeah. is that they don't need to just look at other logos. They need to, as they're learning what logos are, they need to look at a lot more logos. Yeah. But they also need to look at logos that have maybe been vetted. So they've been through Logo Wave or Logo Lounge or they're in CA or, or I don't even know if there's a print or how. I don't think there's an online print, I think. But there's some sort of vetted thing where it's showing, it's talking about what maybe is current and what's good mm -hmm. instead of just Pinterest, right? Because Pinterest is anybody. My mom composed to Pinterest. No offense, mom, if you're in here. She's not on here, so... <laughs> She doesn't know how to post to Pinterest, but she could, <laughs> you know, I could teach her. Sure. But with that, they also need to look at what's out there, look at what is current, understand, be in that. But then they also need to do research. If they were doing a bed and breakfast, they need to research the town and, and what is makes that bed and breakfast different and what is a bed and breakfast and all these things. It's not just, so if there was a bed and breakfast and it had olives, you know, um, you would hope, or they had an olive plantation. I don't, do they call it a plantation? I don't know. Olive <laughs> farm? Sure. I don't know. Whatever. Um, you know, you would hope that you would know what kind of olives they're growing and all these things you dig really in. It, and those are things that you're, are, are those things that you would tell people as well, or am I just totally off base? Uh, what specifically? Look up other things, not just um, yeah. logos. Right, right. No, you know, I think that, no, I, I do think that's, that's important. Yeah. Yeah. You don't sound real confident. Okay. People no. just, my students can just take it and go, what do you look at when you're looking? So if you had a bed and breakfast um, and they had an olive farm, uh -huh. what would you, what would you do as research? Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, I was, I thought you were just asking is research important. And so I'm like, okay, yes, yes. <laughs> so yeah, of course. Um, I, I think you need to, um, you know, definitely do your homework there. That's, that's something that I've learned over time doing this for 10 years now that I kind of skipped over at the beginning a little bit more that I, you know, we can really, um, if you put in the homework at the beginning, the results that you can get out of it, especially with logo design and branding, um, it's amazing that these, you know, your creativity can really roll with um, that, that kind of research and homework on the front end as kind of a cornerstone to the rest of the design process. So, oh my goodness, yeah, it's so important. And, you know, that's, that's, um, it's, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to have such a like short <laughs> answer like that. I You're like, thought, no. That yes. is not the way you do it, Diane. <laughs> Thank you for true. playing. You <laughs> All right. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. so one of the things that you didn't mention, but I do think you sort of mentioned, I think I would say you gave me five things for how to get better at branding. But I also think you also ask people. It can't be in a vacuum. I think you have to be able to receive the feedback. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So is that something you did with a mentor or a friend or is that something, how did you do that as you were growing? Yeah. So my mentor was my design prof. I think you'll be happy to hear that. Uh, but his name is Prof Mazellan. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he really, 
prepared me for that design process and making sure that I'm, um, you know, putting the, the attention to detail and the, the thought uh, that, go, that should go into every design and that someone's commissioning for, for and, you know, commissioning you for this design, right? And so there's a responsibility there. Um, and so that homework is part of it. Um, I think he really helped me with the business side of things as well. Um, at the time, my school didn't have any, I think we've talked about this before, but any um, business slash design centric classes that kind of meshed uh, like that. So that was one of my senior sum classes and he just like was talking taxes and accounting and I was just like absorbing, uh, absorbing it because like I, I had never really considered some of these things too much. Um, so his, his encouragement and his acumen really helped spur me on. Uh, I know this is a little bit of a tangent, but like there was another prof that same year, the following semester, so I'm about to graduate, and he pretty much told me that, Kyle, I don't think design's right for you. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I'm hearing Prof Mazel and say, no, go at it. You're, you're a great designer, Kyle. Let's, let's do this thing. And so that kind of outweighed uh, the negative from that other prof. And it's okay. That, that other prof, I don't want to speak badly about him. I won't give his name, obviously. But, um, but it's it like some, of, sometimes you need somebody to be that and be like, I'll show you, buddy. <laughs> sure, sure. So like, you know, it's, it's like fast forward to today. I've been fortunate enough to work with organizations like Toyota Entrepreneur, Detroit Lions, American Cancer Society, and others. And you know, Those are some I'm, little clients. That's great. Well, <laughs> no, <laughs> Those are huge. Well, Toyota. all that to say that the dream is real. Like you can, um, you know, I'm living my dream and, you know, working from home, you know, being able to have lunch with my wife and kiddos every day. And um, if I listened to that prof that only had the negative, then, you know, I wouldn't, wouldn't be here and doing maybe what I truly love. Cause like, I can't imagine being in any other vocation. Um, so that's, that's, I know, a little bit of a tangent, but that was, that was part of the mentor story. But it's also that you are continually getting better. So there's, you know, sometimes I think, oh, I see how somebody thinks and they think really creatively, but maybe yeah. they don't execute. And so execution is hand skills. Well, you'll get better at the lathe the more you use a lathe, you know? <laughs> You're going to get better. It's the same thing with design. This is just a tool, illustrator, the pen tool, whatever it is. The yeah. pencil, a tracing paper, it's just a tool, but you have to use it and you start seeing right. things. So, right. all right, biggest mentor was him. All right, guys, I'm going to tell you about Timely. Timely is the app that I use on my computer or I can use on my phone to track my time for each client, for each project, so then I know I'm not going over. But what I love the most is that there is the stalker option, or they call it the memory option. I actually prefer stalker option because I don't know why, because I think it's funnier. But the memory option remembers what I've been doing. It remembers what what project I was working on and the name of it. And it remembers who I've been emailing or it remembers what, what I have had open and, and literally been working on at that time. And I love that. So if you can't remember or you forgot to log your hours, you can go back for forever and see what your time tracker was. So Timely remembers for me so that I don't have to. When you sign up with for Timely, 
via this link, you will receive a 10% discount once you activate your subscription. And you actually are able to try Timely for 14 days before activating your subscription is paid um, to make sure that Timely is the right fit for you. It was for me. My friend Karina told me about it and I love it. So the link is bit.ly B-I-T dot L-Y slash D-R Timely. Like Dr. Timely, but all lowercase. You can find the link in the um, down below. The next question I think we, we kind of covered a little bit, but was that same professor the one who helped you shape um, your business? Or is that somebody you went to after you had started your business? Or is that somebody, did you have a different kind of mentor then? You know, to my to be honest, some of my mentors, they were, you know, they didn't know they were mentors, by the way. Uh, but it was all like online reading up on some different blogs. Um, I remember distinctly coming out of college and David Aries stuff really resonated with me. And now fast forward to today and we're, we're great friends. We actually email back and forth regularly talking, mostly talking about family and friends, but some design too, but such a down to earth guy. That's like super humble for all the success that he's seen. I think he's got, gosh, between his three blogs, he's got like a million visitors, not a year, but a month to his blogs. Uh, so he's obviously a household name and doing some great things and on the logo wave jury and uh, he's just happened to become a, a good friend but you know from a design perspective you know um, you know definitely David's stuff and then from a, you know I, I go back to the marketing stuff like Neil Patel um, I probably wouldn't be running this freelance business full-time right now if it weren't for Neil and you know his the business side of things and this marketing side. So yeah, I would say so, those two. So Neil is not somebody you've ever met or talked to. Or no, no, no. Nope. Okay, so that's just a mentor. So there are mentors that are people that you actually connect with, and people that you just are learning from, right? And that's yeah. so it's a, kind of a one-way street, but you're taking a lot in. So I want to ask how you got how because this is really big for a lot of people is yeah. to ask like David Airy seriously. Whew you know, what, uh, you weren't talking to that one professor before you called David Airy, you know? Um, so what I think a lot of people forget it is, he's just a person, yeah. right? Um, mm -hmm. we all are just people and we don't think anybody thinks anything about talking to us. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. or hopefully maybe I don't want to, maybe you maybe <laughs> I don't want to talk to people who think that they're all that and whatever, but so, how, what was your, how long ago was it through Logo Wave that you approached him or how did you get that conversation going? So Jacob Cass and Ian Padgett and I have had this ongoing email thread going for, I mean, years and years now, um, both, you know, big in the branding logo space. And um, I was chatting with Jacob and knew that he, um, knew of David pretty well and has coordinated with him in the past. And I was, I was actually looking to possibly publish my ebook, my logo design ebook. I ended up not deciding not to. Um, but uh, I was actually asking Jacob if he could make an intro to David. This was man years back. And uh, because I know he had a published good publisher and I followed his stuff and it, it might be a good way to make a connection to with him and, so he's like, sure. And then, you know, I emailed David and the next day he emails me back with this long email. So in depth with like his contact at a, a company called Peach Pit Press, 
at the time and they're they're doing a lot of great stuff over there not as much uh printed materials more they're going towards more of that digital feel but um yeah at the time that was that was his publisher and he just he was like any more questions for me you know, i'd love to uh, I'd love to continue the conversation. And so I was like, okay, I would too. And, you know, um, it's, it's turned into a really awesome friendship where we're like genuinely there for each other. And he's like, Hey, when you're in Northern Ireland sometime, please like, let's, let's meet up and, and chat. And I'm trying to get him to go to creative South. He's, he's considering it. So, um, man, if he goes there, it's like, okay, let's get him on stage. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But so he's, he's a, yeah, go ahead. So it, was, so it was just through, you had, you talked to somebody else. Jacob's got a pretty big following as well. So does Ian, but it's, they're just, does that, do I sound funny? I sounded funny in my ears. Hmm. Oh, you sound great. Well, oh, I me? sounded like a robot in my ears. Sorry oh. about that. Um, it, um, okay. So, I'm uh threw me off there. I'm so sorry. Um <laughs> don't listen to the voices, Andres. <laughs> <I know. laughs> All right. All right. So so we're gonna change gears again and we have like 15 minutes left. So I gotta really jump in. So All right. uh, obviously Toyota, American Cancer Society, not really small mom and pop on solopreneurs. But mm -hmm. why what about solo uh solopreneurs do you love working for? Yeah, I think uh, the main thing was that we had um, a similar story. I wanted to work with those people that were like me trying to get out of that nine, just that nine to five job and uh, do their own thing on their own terms. Um, I just, yeah, and I knew that if I put that story out there, which I do on my about page of my site, which I always say, by the way, side note, your about page might be the most important page of your website because it shows the humanness behind an otherwise robotic website. Um, but yeah, people, I can't tell you how many people chat with me. It's like, Hey, your story really stood out, resonated with me and I want to hit those same goals. So all of a sudden we have this commonality, this trust, this credibility that's built in. And, um, you know, those are the types of people that I really enjoy working with. Uh, oh, by the way, there's less red tape working with, you know, entrepreneurs. There's one decision maker. Uh, there's, there's a lot of benefits to it, right? Uh, but as you can imagine, you know, with that trust that's built in, it's easier to land the project too. And so I would say with small business owners, it's around that 90% mark that if I can, you know, get them on a call, um, you know, you can we can move forward with this thing and help them reach their goals. So, yeah, that's I'll try to keep it short, but that's that's the no, that's the good. So you feel like you're part of the team. They feel like you're part of their team, and you're you want the you want to help them just like you had to clarify goals because you can relate. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. All right. So when did you? So you've been working for yourself for how long? Oh man, 10 years. Okay. So 10 years, which a lot of learning in 10 years, especially when you're doing it on your own, right? Or working alone. Um, so when did you start thinking of yourself as an entrepreneur? Was it 10 years ago or before? Yeah, that's or such after? a great, that's such a great question. Like that's, that's one of those like out of the box things. And it's like, okay, let me think about that. I, I definitely, I had the entrepreneurial bug when I was very little, like we're talking elementary school, like 
I would, I would always like for my school, I would always go door to door and do the whole like flowers and the, the fundraisers and the bake sales and things like that. And of course there are prizes involved. So that helped too. But um, I had a mowing business when I was 14 with about, I'd say eight to 12 clients printed off flyers, went door to door for that. And um, yeah, it's hard to turn down a little kid maybe, but <laughs> I don't think I had a great pitch or anything, but you know, I'm this little kid that wants to help and they no longer have to mow. Uh, I had a car washing business, did flyers with that with, with my friends for, for uh, a little while too. But if we're talking professionally, like I think that, so my business the first year, I'm not usually as open to this because I know it can be, you know, talking numbers and things. There's a certain perception, but I tend to be more open about numbers uh, sometimes. But uh, the business business did 7,500 the first year. That's more of a hobby in my mind, right? Right. <laughs> that, that's not, I don't consider myself an entrepreneur at that point. And it doesn't have to be just based on numbers, right? But for me, that was a huge part of it. But during the next couple of years, I had, as you know, I had nine to five jobs I didn't enjoy. Um, at times working overtime uh, just to make ends meet, um, burden the midnight oil, you know, at night and work three to four hours consistently at night and then wake up early and go to my full time job. But um, by year three, the business reached six figures and has grown ever since. And at that point, I felt like like an entrepreneur because I was able to kind of fully support my family uh, doing this freelance. Thing. So it had to do somewhat with success. So success for a lot of people um, would just be money. But success for you is being able to have you close the door at five. You're not staying up all night long, except yeah. in rare instances, right? Right, right. And there, there are some instances where they'll go to bed and sometimes I have to, I have to do that, but I'm not going to sacrifice that family time. I'm done it. I think it's five fifteen every day. And, uh, you know, there's that expectation for my wife because you know, we've got, she's been working with kids right all day. <laughs> exactly. We've got, for those of you who don't know, I've got three and five year old boys. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they keep and her two, busy, dogs. You know? right, two dogs. She takes the dogs because they're with Kyle, right? <laughs> they usually sit by me on uh, this bed and they've got like a, this is kind of like doubles as a guest room and office, but they sit next to me right there. Some, I always say they're my mascots, but um, yeah, that's, that's kind of the, the story. But yeah, I it's not like the numbers necessarily. It's more of, okay, I could support my family that that kind of provider instinct kind of really, really comes in there. So, yeah. All right. So we're going to kind of roll through these in nine minutes. <laughs> Rapid fire, Dan. No, no, this is good. So working at home is a struggle. One, your office never goes away. Um, it's always there. So how, I think this is upstairs. You have it as an upstairs and everything else in your house is below. Yeah. yeah. Does that help? It does have that separation. It? Um, the fact that I can often, I use the, the stairs going down as like this, this kind of visual point. I don't know if we've talked about this, but pretty much, uh, when I'm done with work, I need to like turn it off. Like I, I'm really intentional about that and it's, this is family time now. And so sometimes I actually stand at the top of the stairs and wait like a minute or two. Cause I'm like, I'm still thinking about stuff and it's like, I shouldn't have even got up. Like I need to. Like wait, and then once I'm ready, go downstairs, and it's it's uh, 
me wrestling with and tickling the boys or, you know, uh, asking my wife how our day was and things like that. So that's, that's kind of that separation that I need, you know, because I'm so close to, so close to family here and uh, need to have that separation. That's great. So, and they really keep the door closed when you're up here working. They're not running in and saying, dad, dad. <laughs> Every once in a while they are. And I don't, I don't, uh, that's actually really nice for me uh, every once in a while because, you know, if they come in and give me a hug or something like this or they have a question or want to show me some drawing they did, you know, I'll be like, oh, great job, man. And, you know, they'll just run out and, and then I'll just press on, you know. So it's kind of a little, I get these little bright spots in my day of them mm-hmm. coming up and, and doing that. And, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me too much as far as, you know, staying on track. It's a so. good break, right? It is. It Not is. like yeah. a, oh my gosh, he just came in. I've got to work on this. Don't show me yeah. your crayons. Okay. <laughs> right, I right. think Dave totally, um, he works at home and he has kids. He has two, uh, two twins, two twins, a twin set of twins, <laughs> twin girls and a little boy. Um, oh, wow. Our, wow. The deacon's older than the girls. Anyway. Okay. So you have this big uh, side project. When in your 10 years did you start that and why? And did it start as little and then you incrementally got it bigger? Or Because again, we're talking about SEO. We're talking about doing better with branding. These are all small changes that you were very um, focused in on that you wanted to change and see um, movement in. So why Logo Wave? And tell them about that. Yeah. Uh, so those of you who don't know, LogoWave is pretty much a logo design platform uh, that helps uh, give uh, influxes of value uh, to, to logo designers, some of the best identity and logo designers from around the world. Um, the, the goal there is to attract more qualified clients, land more gigs, and help raise your rates as a result of that value add and that credibility of, of winning this uh, this, um, you know, this competition. So um, that's kind of the, I guess, the elevator pitch. But um, yeah, I've always been, like I said, interested in digital marketing, its relationship to branding. So in order to, uh, you know, you know, grow a business to its fullest extent, you just, you just, you want those two to combine in some way. So I knew that looking at other Design Awards platforms out there, there there was a gap in the market for, and I don't want to take away from any other, you know, uh, awards competitions out there. There's a lot of great ones and you should, you should search them out. Um, But I felt like there is a gap to have one that's not only user friendly. um, So I see a lot of these that it's like so hard to fill out all these different forms and know where to look and, and there, there's a lot of time and effort that goes into just like, you know, get it, you know, posting. And these are busy freelancers, agencies that that just don't have time for some of this stuff sometimes. And yeah, I just wanted to make it really user friendly and easy to do, uh, a wallet friendly, you know, prize heavy solution. I always say, and then you know, one that's credible too. And so, at the beginning. Um, it was, I mean, it was just an idea, right? I pitched it to my wife and she's like, okay, you know, I, I think that that might have some legs. Uh, so, and I pitched a lot of ideas to her and she very kindly says, oh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> but uh, Because this, this, one is, stuck. this is kind of another income stream, but it also has marketing. Um, maybe it's not much income stream. Maybe <laughs> it's more of a gift <laughs> right now. Um, 
but you know, it, there is potential. Uh, it may be that you do a book later on or you do something that is people purchase. It has legs different than having client work. Yes, definitely. And you, you do want to diversify income streams and, um, yeah, that's, that's probably for another conversation, but that's, that's super important. Um, but yeah, I, I think one of my, one of the things that I enjoy is, and we've talked to this, Diane, is, is the fact that I like encouraging other designers, like on Twitter for a while there, and I need to get back to it, is um, I did like a logo designer featured spotlight. Uh, and so, you know, I wasn't trying to promote myself in any way. There's no you know, you know, fine print or anything, you know, I just wanted to, you know, show other designers, show people, you know, these designers uh, stuff that they're doing great stuff. And uh, I respect it. So um, that was part of it. So built this idea of building, building each other up was, was huge for me. And then logos, you know, I love logo design and that's, that's a sweet spot. So all these things matched up to turn into um, at the beginning, it, it didn't feel like a business and it was just, try, you know, mostly freelancers, um, you know, very limited entries the first like few months. And then it really grew. Um, so this is year three to where it's probably a 50-50 split between freelancers and then uh, mid to large agencies now are kind of hopping on. So um, it really has grown uh, quite a bit just in the past year, year and a half here. And, um, you know, it's, it's just been a blast. Uh, I, I have a lot of fun. If I could do that full time or 90% of the time, I probably would. Uh, but it's kind of the opposite right now until it, it really gets to a, a thing that's like even more sustainable. Um, but, yeah, so yeah. one of, one of the things that's important for people in in logo wave or with any competition is who are the judges and you have amazing judges. <laughs> Do you want to tell them who they are? Sure, sure. Um, so we got Luis Philly. Um, I'm pretty sure if you search best logo designers on Google or something, I think she pops up. Uh, her and, and maybe David Airy, who is also on the the jury. I mentioned Ian Pageant, aka Logo Geek. Um, Jacob Cass, uh, myself, uh, and I'm gonna, so Jeroen Van Erden, I don't know how to say his name still, it's, it's crazy, but, um, he's, he's worked for Google and Yahoo and it's just doing some amazing things. Um, and then, oh gosh, Alina Wheeler, uh, who's written a bunch of bestsellers oh, yeah. in the brand identity space, it's probably, yeah, on my shelf as well. And then uh, Bill Gardner from Logo Lounge. I'm trying to think if I'm, I think that's it. There's eight of us right now. Okay, so explain how it works because it's a rolling thing, right? Yeah. So could you, and also you're expanding it this year. You're trying something and I'm one of your beta people. Okay, so, <laughs> so tell. talk about that, yeah. Okay, yeah, we're going to get it in there. <laughs> oh man, we'll get, yes, yes. Okay, so I'll do the short version. Um, pretty much you um you have your logos right and so you these logos that you've done for your your clients um so it's not like a design contest where you're working toward the creative brief that's already that's already done we just want to show the value that's already in your portfolio right and and add to that value uh, uh for your services down the road so um 
pretty much you enter into the competition just like any other design awards platform. Um, each wave is a little bit different, but this wave, it'll be about three to four months until the wave ends. And, and then once everybody gets in their submissions for, uh, for, with their different logos, it goes to the jury. And, uh, you know, they de determine the top five uh, from, from all these submissions. And then <clears throat> there's obviously a prize pack and some different things like um, $1,000 to the first place winner, uh, three custom made trophies, which I get a lot of great feedback on that they're just like loving these trophies. And um, they're built in like somewhere in North Dakota, like some guy and his, his, his dad are, are building these trophies for us. And these are just so talented. But uh, first, second, and third now get trophies. It used to be just first place, but added those, those extra two. And then um, all the top five get, you know, recognition on the site, on social media networks, certificate, badge set, and things like that. So um, we want to really support the designers in a way where it does add that, um, you know, that credibility and that extra amount of value. So these, their potential clients see that and say, hey, you know, that's legit. Like, I, I want to hire you over this other guy that's, that I'm bidding against. So one of the things I love about it is that it is rolling. So, you know, when I finish a logo, mm -hmm. if it's only one time a year, I might have forgotten about that awesome logo I did. But do you know <laughs> what I mean? So at this point, I can enter it at any time, right? Thank you, Jeremy, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, yes, you're exactly right. That's actually a huge distinction uh, compared to the rest. There's usually like, specific times like maybe once a year uh from a lot that i see and you have to wait the entire year for this it's uh, you know these waves are rolling like you said so when one wave ends it's like in the ocean when one wave ends and uh so you get four usually about four chances to win throughout the year so you don't have to wait as long you have more chances to win and you know it's just kind of a you know a fun thing but it's it's gained its credibility over time with the jury and and some of these amazing agencies that have choose to come on board uh, it's pretty it's pretty crazy to, to think so tell them what you did this year okay so diane and i wanted to officially roll this out uh logo wave students is now underway uh at Diane's College at uh, University, University of South, of South Alabama. Alabama. Yep. <laughs> and uh, with two of her classes, our junior and senior level classes, where we've brought this competition to the classroom. Um, it's a little different so, though, right? It is. Because you're giving is. them a brief. Right, right. So there's a brief there. So I, if I'm talking about this, I'll, I'll say the online version is the pro version. This is the student version. So different from the pro version, there's an actual brief that I create uh, for the students. This is a graded project, by the way, by, by Diane. And any profs that want to come on board and test this thing out, uh, it's very much in beta right now. Uh, but uh, yeah, good. I don't have to keep the secret anymore. That's right. I told Jason. <laughs> but uh, no, we're um, pretty much how we how we're going about it is there's um you know a certain class like it might be a branding class or advanced computer graphics class and um there's a, a mock fictional brief um that uh, they have to go by each of the students and then at that point there's a little flexibility like i want to make sure that the profs have plenty of flexibility so for diane she chose to do you know uh for her class project it was three logos right for each each well, student. The, the Yes, uh, the juniors okay. might have had to do five. Hmm. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So but then they're so picking from that. There is more than one, right. And they narrow down and they pick from one of those and then enter that in the, into the, uh, this student-led kind of competition. So essentially the class itself becomes the wave. Um, and so th after this gets rolled out, this will be a, f a small fee and then there will be, there still will be prizes, right? But maybe not monetary prizes, but Right, they exactly. For now, um, you know, I just want to add a lot of value to these students. So, of course, uh, the resume value add to see, you know, coming out of college that you're award winning out of the gate. Like that's that's huge. Like that alone, I think, is 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 huge. Because it's the same jury. <laughs> it is the same jury that will be looking at these two. So that's that was my next point. Like th this jury is hopping on board for this as well. So if they see that they were um, judged by you know a, a panel that is some of the best of the best our industry has to offer um, you know and, and this second agency sees that uh, to you know they'll definitely want to uh, you know have that that leg up from the competition as they're looking to go into the real world quote unquote and and uh, you know uh, you know get out there in the world so um, and there's a designer's toolkit too that people are, um, there's Jacob Cast decided to um, give a bunch of his resources too. So it's getting up to like 700, 800 pages worth of PDF resources for these, uh, the winner of, of, of this competition every single time. So, you know, there's a value add to the students, of course, the university itself can add some excitement around the art, art department, maybe someone that's you know, uh, on the fence of going with one college or another might go with this one because of this. Um, and really when it comes down to it, I've got a heart, you know, for aspiring young designers. I, I mentor um, a lot of designers along the way and, and want to help them and in their journey. And so that kind of aligns with that. So a student part of this, just a student arm just made sense. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. All right. So then you had said, so, um, Right now, they're going to compete within their class, but they're also going to compete. If there were more universities, they would be competing. They would do the same brief, and then they would be competing um, against each other, school-wise, right? Potentially. Potentially. I, I don't know. This time, we win because we're <laughs> it. I love it. Yeah, we're very much in beta, and I was going to say... First of all, I want to give out two free logo entries just to people that are chatting on here and we can randomize that however you like. Um, so that just out of the gate for the pro version. But for the students, if, if you guys went to, you know, university and uh, uh, willing to make a, an intro or something like that, I'd be uh, more than happy to give you a free entry for making an intro and, and getting this thing off the ground because I really have high hopes for it and think that it can help a lot, a lot of, a lot of aspiring designers. So, yeah. What we'll do is I'll get you to pick um, a, uh, a number and then um, I'm going to, I'll get them, I'm going to do it by time that they're typing in. So if you haven't been typing in, you should really start typing in now. <laughs> Because at some point, we're going to have a number. And I'll tell you after, um, because I don't know how many we have. So I don't want you to yeah. tell me yeah. a number that's that <laughs> we didn't get to. All good. Yeah. All right. So with that Kyle in college, you're thinking back to him and he, you had the, the professor. Maybe they were both great professors. One believed in you. One was good cop. One was bad cop. 
Um, yeah. Right. Um, right, they, right. they both have a powerful message either way. They, you know, you needed one, um, but you showed the other, right? Um, and sometimes you don't know if that was real or they were like, Hey, you tell him you be bad cop. I'll be good. <laughs> They're talking back and forth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're like, he needs this. Right. All right. So what advice would you give your younger self or as a student, if you can remember yourself, like what would you tell my students or what would you tell yourself as you're beginning learning branding? Yeah, I would say number one, um, don't pretend like you know it all. <laughs> I love that one. Myself, right. Like that was me. Like I, I thought I did. Um, and so you know, I, I, I think that kind of explains itself. I, I think number two, uh, building genuine relationships. I, I always knew that, right? And that I knew that was important. But from a business sense, um, you know, I didn't factor that in as much. And, uh, you know, it is who you know sometimes, and that's just the, the nature of it. But when you're building those relationships, you know, make sure it's genuine, of course. Like, like we can learn from each other, you know, along the way. But it's amazing the more people that you meet and get to know, um, you know, that, that really helps, especially, especially in the freelance world where you might be, you know, some, you know, it's a roller coaster sometimes and you might be looking for that next project and some of those relationships that you've built over time can, can help kind of like be Brian White. Right. When I have a low time, I'm like, Hey, Brian, send me something. Right? Oh gosh, you've referred me out to, you know, a few amazing people. I'm like uh, a pimp for Kyle. I'm like, yeah, you need somebody. Well, for everybody. It's not just me. Like you're just, you're just reeling off stuff and you just give, give, give. And that's why people love you, Diane. But um, I, I think another, the last one I would say is don't, don't compare yourself to others. I think this is really applicable to today, especially social media the big problems with creatives that I hear, uh, you know, being inadequate or have this imposter syndrome. I have it too. A lot of times that, um, you know, we don't have to have all the answers, you know, even as a, you know, if you're more of a design influencer or really trying to add value, you know, to the world in that way, like we don't need to have all the answers and that, that, that really is okay. We can be confident in that. Um, and so, you know, um, yeah, I think that's that's one of the main things. I um, yeah, you just want to you'll feel confident in the end. Those comparison thoughts, you know, just gain that inspiration, that admiration there for them instead of that those detrimental, you know, kind of comparison type of thoughts that that just don't help. So you'll only feel conf confident as a result, and you know you can have your own voice and uh, along the way, and you know improve your craft. So. Yeah. I, I also think it's important to rem remember that we're always learning. And so because we're always learning, there's always something that we need to do that we can't, don't feel confident in, you know, and I feel like it never really goes away. I wish somebody would have told me that like, Hey, you might not ever feel confident. Like you'll feel confident in some things because you've done them over and over and over and you know how to talk to people or you know how to do this, but maybe you didn't in the beginning, but now you're learning something else. So it's like, You've got to be able to look and see what you do know and what you have known because all these little changes that you do 30 minutes or you do, you do something else or you have a conversation with somebody that's a mentor or you take mm. time to read somebody or follow somebody's post or their um, medium article or whatever. Mm. It's like those things are making you better. And are you better today than you were yesterday? 
Mm-hmm. Right. It's the only mm-hmm. person you should really compare yourself against. Not that I do that's that. So good. I wish I could. No, and that's so good. And like a lot of these designers, as the last point there, like they're comparing themselves to the other designers that are 20 years ahead of them or even 10 years ahead of them. Like we're all, I mean, 10 years is when I graduated from, from university. Like that's, that's a long time to learn, like you were saying before and, and improve your craft. And, and uh, you know, we can be confident in that and be okay with that. Like keep learning, of course, don't, don't settle in that, that regard, but like be, be confident uh, in that fact. I think one of the things that I'm most confident is that, Hey, if they did it, I can figure it out. You know, like, Mm. like I'm, I may not be the smartest cookie, but I definitely have a lot of grit. There's a lot of sand in my cookie, you know, I'm going (laughs) to get through it. And I feel like I at least can put that in. I know that I've learned things over time and it may have taken me a little bit longer, but I got there. And I think sometimes Mm. that's the thing I'm most confident in that I don't know, but I can learn it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you have so much value to like give your students too. And it's just amazing that you can you know you've been doing it for what 15 years now is that right this is this is your 16 here 17 total wow congrats <laughs> like I mean, you were a baby when i started i guess what year were <laughs> what? you born i'm 46 i always 80, feel like 86, 86. 80, okay so i'm tw- mm, mm. no just 13 years older than you <laughs> i would have babysat for you oh my oh my wow that's amazing <laughs> but well, but but i think about like um I just think that I still have a lot to learn because uh, especially in branding, things change. And I also think that um, that's not where my only focus was. And to be honest, logos scare me. It's so much pressure to put on, um, man, it's the whole company is on you. (laughs) You know, just keep feeling like you're wearing you down. (laughs) Yeah, it does. (laughs) So, right, right. but maybe it's more of a challenge for you. So to me, that's really inspiring yeah. that you, I, I don't know. It just stresses me out. <laughs> I'd rather well, you do the logo and I'll do some other stuff. <laughs> that That's cool that you can say, cause I think we put design props on this like really high pedestal, right? Maybe and, not my kids. Oh man. Well, okay. Yeah. But I, I did for sure. And it's like, I feel like they were supposed to maybe have all the answers, but you know, you're like, you're able to say, you know what, I don't, and I'm human just like the rest of you. I'm still learning, of course, and have a lot to give, but there is that continued learning process. Yeah. Well, thank you. All right. Well, I want you guys to know how to get in touch with Kyle and I want to know, I want to know, no, I don't. I do want to know lots of things, but I want to tell you about Logo Wave. I'm gonna I put it in there, but just in case, all the links are down below. If you're listening on iTunes or you're watching on YouTube, or they're on, if you want to get to them even easier, uh, rechargingyou.com/slash three fifteen. And his other episode was rechargingyou.com/slash two ninety six. Okay, so it's my logo wave.com and then you can follow him on twitter instagram or facebook at my logo wave but if you want to enter you can enter today at my logo wave.com and then you can follow uh kyle at courtright design.com you can um at uh twitter k court design i'm going to give all these to you so you don't have to um and then instagram courtright design linkedin Courtright Design and 
um, Facebook court right design. I hate when we can't get all of them the same. Really I know, sucks. I know. Twitter, I just started when I was, yeah, it, it just didn't work out that way. But oh yeah, thanks for, thanks for that, by the way. I appreciate that. Kyle, can you enter logos, says Jason, that didn't get picked. What does that so mean? So didn't get picked from a previous wave or didn't get picked by the client? Hmm. By the client. Okay. So yes, 100%. Uh, yeah, as long as you're working towards a creative brief, because we don't allow concept purely conceptual work. Okay. Uh, but as long as it was working towards a creative brief for our client, uh, then that, that is okay. Do you have yeah. to share about the brief? Do you have to have a um, uh, little, so, okay. Not, not necessarily. I, I do, we do ask for like context, right? And a description behind the business and brand as much or as little as you want to write. So, cause that's an important part of it, right? Like Absolutely. that's, that's where we make those important decisions. Um, but, uh, you know, it's not convoluted with all these different types of files and things. It's 900 by 900 logo on white, straightforward. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I don't totally respect some of these others that are given all these files and that's okay and showing some of how it's used and things like that. And that's, that's great. That's great. But for us, we just want to keep things really minimalist and simplistic and that's part of the brand. Barack's like, I hope, I love that there's supposed to be get projects. I'm like, I don't, I am so out of the loop. I don't know what get projects are. And then he said, legit. Oh, legit, legit. <laughs> anyway, I love you, Barack. Uh, I was glad that you were typing in on Facebook and... <laughs> Anyway, I was like, Diane, you don't know what legit means. <laughs> no, no, I don't know what <laughs> yeah. beget means. <laughs> anyway, That's yeah, I know what level. <laughs> I got my walker. Yeah. <laughs> I got my walker back there. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you, Kyle, so much Thanks, for giving Kyle. me a little bit of extra time. Thank you guys for hanging around. Next week, it's Brian Harper. Um, you might think that he was really hard on me, but he wasn't. Oh my gosh. So he did a brand audit. Uh, no, I'm sorry, a website audit, SEO oh. audit or whatever of my Little Bird communication site, which I have to fix. I have to make all those low-hanging fruit changes this weekend. Hmm. Nice. Guess I won't be sleeping this weekend. But anyway, <laughs> I, am, I am going to release that in the newsletter next week. I'll probably do it on Monday instead of Tuesday, hopefully. And so you guys can watch this. I made an F in SEO. And so that's the, that's the, um, the, picture. It's like, I scored an F. So, Hey, one thing, it's just like that kid who throws up the ball and he's um, trying to hit it. You know, he's like, I struck myself out. I'm an awesome pitcher. Hey, there's nowhere for me to go, but up people. Right. <laughs> That's right. I mean, That's right. I think I got like an 18 out of a hundred. So, Hey, I really can't get much worse. So I'm excited that you guys will be able to learn from my mistakes. He takes you through the brand audit um, I hope you go click on that link in your email and it will be on his, so it'll be rechargingyou.com slash 316 if you want to watch it before then. I don't know if it's up there right yet, but it will be, but maybe not today. Okay. Thank you so much, Kyle. Thank you, Diane. I appreciate you having me on and uh, dealing with me again a second time. <laughs> no way. I'm super thankful and I really appreciate you letting us be your beta. I can't wait to send you these files. Oh man, I can't wait as well. And uh, thanks to everybody for coming on and, and supporting. All right. That was a great episode. Kyle, thank you so much for everything you do and, 
and just for being so open and honest and inspiring and encouraging and for letting my students be your guinea pigs for the logo wave student we're real excited but i wanted to tell everybody else about ways that they can support the podcast and how that supports them is that these are affiliate links so i get a tiny piece of the pie when you click on these links my favorite way to build websites is with the Elementor plugin. It works with almost any WordPress theme, making almost any theme invincible. This plugin has changed the way I've been able to design websites and it is, it's the Elementor plugin. Where other plugins, uh, builders, like uh, visual builders have fallen short, Elementor uses common sense and it was so easy to understand and implement. I love the Elementor plugin. It has been a total game changer. Use this affiliate link to purchase the plan that's right for you. Bitly, B-I-T dot L-Y, cap slash, capital D, capital R, Elementor. Hey, I forgot to tell you about Audible. I mean, I told you about Audible, but I didn't tell you how to get to Audible. Audibletrial.com slash design recharge. All right. And again, remember the patrons are the best. I really appreciate them. If you want to become one of those patrons as well, you can go to patreon.com slash Diane Gibbs. Diane's just with one N. Or you can probably search Design Recharge too, but it's slash Diane Gibbs. Audible trial, you could get a free, um, you try it free for 30 days and you get one free book. And you know, they give you books. I get to choose like, I don't know, a book. I don't even know how often I get to choose free books, but they give you free books. You get to choose one of whatever. It's amazing what they give you. And it's, I end up choosing books that I wouldn't normally think I would buy. And I have loved them. I read a book about Beyonce. It was really good. And I'll see you next week. Brian Harper. SEO guru, expert, watch how he's killed my site. You'll get the link on Monday or Tuesday. I don't know yet. Bye, y'all. www.breach. <laughs> I can X that out. I hope you like it. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you could let me know. So I want to tell you about what I've been using to track my time. This is an app that you can use on your phone or you can use on your computer. I like it on my computer, and I'm going to tell you why. Anyway, I'm not going to say that. Mm. Boop. All right, here's the mid-roll. Mm. No, we're not going to say that. Boop. Okay, that was a great episode. Thank you, Kyle, so much for being a part of it, and thank you just for being my friend and for letting my students be able to be the first, the beta, the, the babies, the whatever of the Logo Wave student. So I'm really excited, but I wanted to, to tell everybody else ways that they can support the show and some things that, that you can do. So these are affiliate links. So I get this tiny piece of the pie when you click on this link. I wanted to tell you that the podcast is always brought to you by Audible because I absolutely love Audible. I've listened to it for over 10 years and it's $15 a month for me. I'm a gold member. I don't even know what kind of other color members there are, but gold's for me. Not, I really like silver better, but whatever. Okay, gold, gold membership. I like, never, mm, mm. <laughs> Okay. Boop. Mm. Why can't I do this? <laughs>